You are listening to the Savvy Painter Podcast, episode number 284. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Savvy Painter Podcast. I am super excited to talk to you today about clarity, clarity and focus. I know this is something that a lot of artists are looking for because it is so helpful in your practice. So that is what we're going to focus on this week for the podcast. I know so often from talking to a lot of you that we really, really want an art practice that is stable and dependable and that you feel like when you go in there, you know what you're doing and you're not like there's no confusion about what you're working on or what your next steps are. But the problem is oftentimes artists feel scattered and all over the place. Like you have a hundred irons in the fire and all these half finished paintings and projects all over the place. And you're feeling overwhelmed by all the choices and all the things that you think need to be done right here, right now. So you do things like you start working on a painting, you get distracted by another, you jump to that and nothing gets done. So today I want to help you sort all of that out and get some clarity because when you are clear on where you want to go with your art, a lot of the confusion, the second guessing and the indecision can be eliminated and you get to take all of that time and energy that you before had maybe spent in that not really sure what I'm doing. Should I do this or that? Or even while you're painting, not really clear on what it is that you wanted to achieve. You can take all of the energy and put it on the thing that you do want to create. So I want to invite you to take a few seconds to answer this question. Jot it down if you have a notebook handy or a sketchbook handy. If not, that's okay. Just answer it in your head. But what I want you to think about is what are the things that you're working on right now? And then on a scale of zero to 10, how much do you agree with this statement? I am confident and clear in what I want with my art practice, and I know what my next best step is. Okay, so think about that statement. How much do you agree with it? I am confident and clear in what I want with my art practice, and I know what my next best step is. Zero being not at all, and 10 being yes, 100%. That is me. I am confident and clear in what I want with my art practice, and I know what my next best step is. How much do you agree with that statement? Zero to 10, 10 being you absolutely agree. So while you're thinking about that, I want to share with you this story. I was talking with an artist in Growth Studio, and she was feeling super overwhelmed. She had a very particular goal, which was to submit her work to an art competition. And this was the first time that she has submitted her work to an art competition. So she wanted to make sure that she got everything right. So the first thing that she did was she went and looked for what art competitions were coming up. And she gets back this list with hundreds of competition but she didn't know which one to choose, or maybe if she choose more than one. So then she decided to go and ask other artists what they thought she should do. And so then she gets like six or eight opinions about where to look and what to submit to. So she got a ton of information and ideas, but she ended up being even more confused and more overwhelmed 
So I helped her make a decision. And what we did was we explored her thoughts and she realized that she was overwhelmed because she wasn't clear on what result she wanted to achieve by submitting her work to the art competition. So she had no way without that clarity to discern between all of the options and all of the opinions that she was getting. So once she was able to create that clarity for herself, it was really easy to decide based on where she was and what she wanted to achieve, what her next step was. So with that clarity, she's quickly eliminated 90% of the options without any FOMO. And then from the remaining 10, she could choose what she want. The remaining 10%, let's just say, she could choose what she want that would move her forward. So decisions about your art practice are so easy and clean when you have clarity. It's when you don't have clarity that they get super complicated. So here's a couple of things to help you out with that maybe that you can use to bring clarity and focus to help you create art that is meaningful to you, the artist. So when you are really clear on your art practice, you know where you are in the artist journey. So for example, if you're just starting out, you're usually focused on developing your skills. You are effectively building your vocabulary by learning about materials and techniques and the technical skills that you need, things like drawing and color and value and composition. Clarity and focus allows you to be present in that moment and in that part of your journey without worrying about where to show your art, how to sell it, all these things that happen later, all of your mental energy and time goes into honing your craft. Okay. So when you're in that stage, you can just safely say, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. This is the place I am on the journey. So I'm going to just hundred percent focus on my craft. Once you build your technical skills, you get better and faster at what you do. So then you start to develop your voice. Now you're making discernment and choices. And while you're honing your skills, you're able to decide what it is that you're fascinated by and how you want to communicate that. When you have clarity and focus, you're able to hear those whispers that make your art unique. That clarity is what gives you the ability to make intentional choices from all of the information that you've accumulated from all the people that you've ever learned from, the people that you take workshops with and the people that you read books about. So for lack of a better term, which is called the living and the dead artist, you're able to take all that information and then decide for yourself what you will use and what you will set aside, at least for now. So knowing that that's the stage that you're in, again, you can just focus on what is the art that I want to create? What is my intuition telling me? Like, how do I want to do this? And for the moment, you're setting aside developing your skills, even though you still are a little bit like naturally just by creating your art, you're always honing your skills, but you know that that's not your focus at that particular moment. Later on, you share your work with people and then you offer it for sale. And when you have clarity in this stage, you know who you're showing your work to. And you know how to talk with them about your work. You know that you're not trying to talk to everybody in the whole wide world. You're talking to a very specific person or a type of person. You're not 
talking to, or you're not trying to talk to this like vague group or them, that mythical mob of people that most of the time, nobody can define who that is. So clarity in that stage means that you're clear on all of that. You're clear on your pricing and the value of your art to your collector. So you can talk about it without having like those heart palpitations. That's what having clarity in your art practice means at that stage. And you recognize where you are and you recognize what cycles you're in. These seasons of honing your skills, of refining your voice, of showing and selling your art. As you become more clear, you move through these seasons faster and faster and with more and more confidence. And it is like, I think of it as as these seasons that are within our journey. So you will be like at some point, no matter how long you've been doing this, you might decide that you're going to be working on a skill. You might decide that you want to try a new material and get and master that. And so you'll go back into that stage of sort of exploring and developing your skills. And then you'll take that information and decide how you want to use it and how you want to include your voice and what you want to say. So that's sort of like knowing where you are allows you to decide on purpose what things you're going to let go of for now. It's not forever. It's just, you know that, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. This is what my focus is. I'm focused on showing and selling my work. So I'm going to put more energy into that. I'm going to put a lot less energy into honing my skills for now. I think that's one of the things that messes artists up a lot is thinking that they have to do everything all of the time. So that's how being clear and focused kind of creates more time for you to do other things because you know exactly what you're doing and you're totally focused on that. What happens when that happens is you feel more in control of your work. You feel more confident in your decisions. You choose with conviction and you don't really have fear of missing out because you know where you're going, you know what your next step is, and you know that you can always come back to those other possibilities. So, I mean, just imagine how different it feels when you know before you even walk into the studio what you're going to paint or what you're going to do. You know you have time to explore and play around with new materials and experiment with your art, experiment with your work so you can have fun playing with that and you still get your most important work done. And those kind of things like just start to feed off of each other. Most people try to solve the problem of clarity and focus by just kind of buckling down or trying harder, or they want to ask what other artists are doing. They want to somebody else to tell them what to do. They think that they need a course or they think if they take another course or they read another book, then everything will suddenly come together. And I'm not saying that those things don't have value. They absolutely do. But the problem is changing what you do doesn't solve the main issue. So I'm going to give you three tools that you can use today in your studio to help you with this that you can use now and get some clarity and just get a little bit more focus in your studio. So the first thing, tip number one, this is going to really help when you are overwhelmed. The reason that you feel overwhelmed when you're in your studio is because of how you are thinking. There are some underlying beliefs behind feeling overwhelmed. I'll give you 
just three examples, you might have something slightly different, but these are sort of like the umbrellas for most of the reasons why we feel overwhelmed. One of them is, I don't know where to start. I have to pick the right thing. So feeling like I don't even know where to begin. And the underlying thought in that is that there is a right thing for you to pick. And if you don't get the right thing, then something like bad is going to happen, right? Another one is that there is too much to do and I have to do everything right now. That's going to immediately make you feel overwhelmed. And then another one is, I don't know. I don't have the right information. I need to find, I need more information. Here's the tip for you. You stop being overwhelmed as soon as you you recognize that it's happening. So you, you can feel it. You know that this is like, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. And you decide to trust yourself. So that leads us into tip number two. And this is really going to help you to know how to make decisions in your art practice. The reason people don't make decisions is because of how they think it will make them feel. They're avoiding an emotion. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. The emotion, oftentimes what happens when people don't want to make a decision about their art practice or about their art is they're afraid to be wrong. They're thinking that there is a right decision. And when they think they're wrong, the feeling that you're trying to avoid is maybe I'm going to feel really, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to feel disappointed. I'm going to feel frustrated or I'm going to feel discouraged or I'm going to feel inadequate or insufficient somehow. Another thing that people typically try to avoid is they're afraid of what other people might say. So if you kind of think of that, the umbrella as that is the umbrella underneath that, they don't want to feel embarrassed. They don't want to feel judged. They don't want to feel inferior, maybe, or offended or defensive. So they avoid making that decision. But the thing is that by not making a decision, you're also making a decision. Not making a decision is making a decision. You're choosing not to act. You're choosing not to do anything. It's a decision people make because they are trying to avoid the possibility of feeling of that emotion, that possibility of feeling something that is they anticipate will be very uncomfortable. And if you think about it, not making a decision is usually uncomfortable especially as it relates to your art. Not making a decision about your art sort of leads to this spinning and worrying and all these other things that happen. So not making a decision leads to discomfort. So you're going to be uncomfortable either way. You might as well choose the discomfort that gets you what you want. When you are willing to experience any emotion, you enable yourself to achieve any goal that you set. If you think about it, it's pretty crazy, right? The only thing standing between you and what you want is an emotion that you don't want to feel. So tip number three, this is going to really help you to stop second guessing yourself so that you can focus on the thing that you've chosen. When you're making a decision, this is going to sound pretty crazy, pretty radical. You just decide that no matter what decision you make, it was the right one. This is how you stop second-guessing yourself. Because any decision you make moves you forward, even if you don't get the exact result that you wanted. 
it's how you think about the result that matters the most because the result that you get can be data for your next decision. It doesn't have to mean anything else. Success in whatever you're deciding to do, success in your painting, success in submitting your work for a competition, submitting your work for a gallery, whatever like little bitty like decision, whatever decision you're trying to make and the thing that you're trying to get, the success that you get by making the decision, that tells you that it's working. Failure is also data. Failure tells you what's not working. So the more decisions that you make, the more data that you have about what you like, about what works for your art, what gets you closer to your goals, every time you make a decision, you are getting more and more information about that, which makes your next decision easier and faster and more clear. You're not going to find that on Google or by trying to get a consensus from people's opinions. You won't find that data anywhere else. You get that clarity from your own brain. It comes from you. It's an inside job. The good news, (laughs) I think, is that all of these tips that I just gave you create this upward spiral. The more you practice them, the better you get, the better you get, the faster and clearer you become. So the better you get at recognizing, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm just mistaken in what I'm thinking. I don't have to do everything right now. I don't have to, like, I can narrow this down. I can make decisions about my art. I can trust that the decisions I make are always going to work in my favor because I'm always going to get data from them. And I'm always going to use that data to move me towards my next goal and to clarify and refine what it is that I'm doing. This is powerful, powerful stuff. What I wanted to offer you today, though, is that you use your brilliant and creative mind to think differently. We as artists have such an ability to see possibilities and to see opportunities and to see what is available and what's possible for us and to see things that a lot of other people don't see. And that is, I think, our superpower. And so what I wanted to show you today is how to kind of like rein that in and use it, like make sure that that superpower, that imagination, our ability to see possibility and creativity and have tons and tons of ideas that that's not something that we use against ourselves. If you keep thinking the same thoughts, you're going to get the same results. So if you keep thinking that there's too much and I'm overwhelmed and I have to do it all at the same time, you will feel overwhelmed. And the feeling of overwhelmed, what that creates is just paralysis. So this is why I love love, love teaching and coaching on this because it has completely transformed my art and my life. And it has given me a completely different framework that gets to the core of who I am as an artist and who I am as a person. And once you understand that, your confidence as an artist multiplies and you become just faster and more efficient at what you do. So then you can create more. And as you create more, you learn more about what you like, you hone your skills, you really become intimate with your own voice and are able to understand it. So this is why I think this is our superpower and getting clarity and being able to practice discernment in our choices is so powerful. And that is why I love, love, love talking about this. I love coaching on this. 
and coaching artists in particular, because it just completely lights me up when I'm able to help artists like you discover these things for yourself on a truly deep level. And then I get to like kind of watch if I think about like the artists that I work with, for example, in Growth Studio, I it's just so exciting to me to be able to watch their thinking and their self-confidence just kind of like blow up and expand. Love, love, love doing that. I get to coach these amazing artists inside Growth Studio every week. And then we all go back to our studios with our hearts on fire to do the things that we love the most. You've heard me say this before, your work matters. We need more artists out there creating and impacting the world. We need your voice. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope you have new tools that you can take back and use in your studio this week while you are creating your work and building your art practice. Have a fabulous, fabulous week, and I will talk to you soon. When you are aware of how powerful your mind is, you show up to your studio differently. You notice the abundant opportunities to level up your presence in the studio. And when you do that, you stop worrying about whether or not you have a voice because you know it was already there. Now your best work comes more easily. Join Growth Studio now. I show you your blind spots and help you create confidently. Just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join.